Welcome back to Suzette's Guilty Pleasures. Thank you for returning for another episode. I like to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what time of day that you're watch, listening to this episode. So there's a couple of things that I'm going to talk about today in my rant. I'm going to talk about some music, TV shows, movies, and awards. So let's start off with music. So I'm sort of, sort of feeling high right now because I just came from or from watching the Barris Hammond concert. Some of you may not know who Barris Hammond is, but he's a reggae artist and one of the legends that I must say. Um, and he had a virtual free concert tonight and it was amazing. It was so good. He had over 100,000 people viewing it. And he also had um, Bojo, Bojo Bantan, if you don't know who that is, another reggae artist, Marcia Stevens, and my favorite, before I even say who my favorite was, I mean, Bojo's my favorite too, but before I go any further, I try not to be a groupie, um, because to me, it's like, why be a groupie? They don't know who you are. They don't, like, these celebrities don't even, like, put on you, so I bother. But honestly, PopCon. I'm a groupie for PopCon. There's something about him. There's something about the way he, when he sings, his voice. I don't know what it is, but it does something for me. So he also performed, and um, him and Barris Hammond actually has a song coming out called God is Love. And it was a really nice song. They performed it tonight. It was beautiful. But it was such a great concert. It was like, you couldn't, you could not resist not to dance or to move your feet, anything. You had to dance. You had to sing. You had to move your feet. You had to do something, you know? It was one of those concerts. So it was really good. I really enjoyed myself. Um, another thing that happened was I didn't watch it because of the concert, but the Global Globe, the Golden Globe Awards was on. And some of the winners that I had, had, had observed, um, I was actually really happy about. The first one was Jamie Foxx. Um, I'm not sure if some of you watched the movie Soul. And it's, uh, it's about a music teacher who basically did not get to fulfill his dreams. I'm not going to go into anything further, but it's from Disney Pixar. Um, and Jamie Foxx was the main character, was the voice for the main character. So he won an award. But overall, that um, movie actually won three awards. And then another... Um, show that one was Trial of Chicago 7, which is on Netflix. And another um, actor that won, his name, I've never heard of the show Small Axe, but I had to big it up because of the fact that John Bo, Bo sorry, John Boyega had won. So kudos to him. And then I don't know if um, a lot of you, my, a lot of my listeners um, how much they're into like comedy, like and especially like UK comedy. But there's a show called Ted Lasso, and Jason Sudeikis is the main character. He's an actor. He won actually for best um, comedy, but that show is so funny. So I just came upon it because I follow some celebrities on Twitter. And they were talking about this show and everyone was talking. I was like, what's this show all about? Like, I want to, like, what is it about? So I went and I started watching it on Amazon and I was dying. It was actually a good show. Like, I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait for season two. That's how good I, like, that's how much I enjoyed it. Um, so that's another show that I would recommend that I, I would recommend that you should watch. And then 
I don't know um, if you heard of the movie called I Care A Lot. And it's pretty much about um, a con artist who basically cons elderly people who has money and then puts them into um, a nursing home and cons them out of their, their, their money and stuff. And the actress, Rose, Rosamund Pike, she won for back, best actress in that movie. But I have to honestly say, like, she seems to play those roles really well. Like, she's really good at those kind of roles. Like, she was also the actress that was the wife in um, Gone Girl, right? The one where she faked her death and made her husband get in trouble for it and get charged and all of that stuff. I don't know if you watched it, but she plays those roles really well. Another actor that won and um, I was really excited about was Daniel, and I for, completely forget his last name. Can't even pronounce it. I forget his last name. But anyways, Daniel for Judas and the Black Messiah. And I was happy that he won. Um, he, he's, he's a really good actor. He uh, Kalua, that's his name. I hope I pronounced it right. But um, he's a really good actor. He seems to play his roles really well. Um, he was good in Get Out. And in, even in, in Judas and the Black Messiah, he was really good in that. So... Kudos to those winners of that one. I do want to say, as I said about Rose, Rosamund Pike, that she's an actress that plays her roles really well. Do you know any actors that when they play a certain role, those are the only, that's the only way that you can remember them by? And then you either tend to hate them or tend to like them. I have a few of them. So in the movie, Judas and the Black Messiah, Lakeith Stanfield, he was, um, for, first of all, let me explain to you what Judas and the Black Messiah was about. It's the story of Fred Hampton, who was the chairman of Illinois, of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther. And um, he was being betrayed by William O'Neill, who's played by Lakeith Stanfield in 1960s. And he was also an informant for the FBI. So Lakeith Stanfield, he's a good actor. Oh, Otherwise, I've watched him in other shows like The Photography or The Photographer um, and other shows that he's in and, and movies. And I was like, you know what? He's a pretty good actor. Really good. But this movie, <laughs> he played that role so well. Like, the way he played it, you would actually think that's him in real life, even though it may not have been. But it's at that point now where it's like, I look at him and I'm just like, yo, you're 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 Judas like get out of here you, you like I don't even want to watch you no more you know do you ever have actors like that that makes you feel that way I know that he stated that for that movie he had to actually take counseling afterwards because I guess of the role that he played and as I said he played it so well that I can imagine how much it affected him mentally like seriously it it was crazy but um Another person that I, I, I don't like watching or I think of them in a negative way is Blair Underwood. And that's from when he was in the movie, Tyler Perry movie, um, Family Reunion, Medea's Family Reunion, and he was abusing his fiance. After that, I just look at him as an abuser. I can't see him any other way. Like, it's crazy. Or even Tyreek from Power. Ugh, I hated him in Power. So I hate him even more now in um the second the second one but it doesn't i'm sure these people are very nice people but i just can't stand them now when i see them i just think of them in that role and that's and you know what that's not necessarily a bad thing on them that just shows how much of an amazing actor 
or actress that they are because they're able to play the role so well, they take it on as their own. So that's also kudos to them for that. But walking away from watching Judas and the Messiah, and I would definitely recommend that movie. Um, the one thing I walked away from is it, it's pretty much about loyalty. Loyalty is the hardest thing to find. And it's like that movie showed you that no matter who you are, no matter who you think is around you that's supporting you and helping you, that at the end of the day, if they have to benefit from something, their loyalty will be questioned, right? And when I watched it, I was just like, who do you trust in your life? Like, how do you, who 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 do you know is there really there for you to be able to, you know, you can confide in and know that no matter what, even if it was them having to sacrifice something for themselves, that they'll still stand up to you. It's hard. It's really hard. And while I was thinking about loyalty after watching this movie, I actually happened to come across the saying, and it's, it, it really stood out for me. And it says, the saddest thing about betrayal is that it never comes from your enemies. And that is so true. The enemies are who we expect it to come from. The ones that we try to keep a distance from. The ones that we try not to tell anything about ourselves to are not the ones that actually do betray us. It's actually those who we keep close. Family, friends, our spouses, or our partners, whoever. They're actually the ones that ends up betraying us. And it's funny because I watched, I was on social media and I remember there was this guy and he said, you know, the ones that you cannot trust is your family. They're the ones that will be quicker to um, be disloyal to you before your enemies. And, And that's, that really has to get you thinking because we always feel that our families have our back. We always feel like even our close friends have our back. But when you get caught into certain situations, you realize they don't. It's not about us. It's really about them. It's, as they say, this world is a dog-eat world. Every man for themselves, right? And then another saying that we already know is keep your friends close and your enemies closer. But even with that saying, you got to wonder nowadays, like, can you even tell them apart? Can you tell who your friends are? Can you tell who your enemies are? It's so hard to be able to distinguish between the two nowadays because, you know, everyone is really for themselves. In society, it's about what can I get? What can I do, right? I don't care if I have to step over you or step on your face to to get to where I want to be, you know? Before people really try to help or try to give you a little um, hint or a clue that somebody's trying to come at you, you know? They just stand there still and then when everything is said and done, it's like, oh, I didn't mean to. And, oh, you know, they were pressuring me and I had no choice. It's like, what? Nah, that them things, yeah. You got to know who, we have to really be able to know who our friends are and who our, um, and who our enemies are. So that's something that we definitely need to think about. And as I said, like after watching the, the movie, I walked away and I had to double think about you know, really who my friends are in with me right now. Another movie I want to talk about um, is American Skin. I heard a lot of people talking about this movie and I was like, I definitely need to be all up in this one. And this movie was by Nate Park. 
Parker, he's an actor. Um, he So he also acted it, but he also directed the movie. And it came out um, a couple months ago. And it's so what it's about, it's about a war veteran that seeks justice when police kills his unarmed son during a routine traffic stop. This movie left me with my mouth open. This movie meant, made me go through a lot of different emotions. This movie made me cry. And I don't know if it's because of what was portrayed in this movie and seeing it. And I guess because it's so close, it's not even so close. It is exactly, it's the replica of what is happening in today's society, you know, of police brutality, of, you know, the way that we are being treated, right? Um, Being Black and stuff like that. And the unfairness of the treatment that we get, it just really hurt. And as I said, I went through a lot of emotions watching this movie. But one of the things that, and I may, this might be a spoiler alert. I'm going to give a spoiler alert for some people in case you didn't watch it. So you may want to stop listening at this point. But um, a couple of things that I walked away from was, you know, after this young man was shot and the police got off, you know, family members and like this young man's cousin, he was so mad, like he was angry. And, you know, people were angry and I guess looting was going to start and things like that. And I remember the police officer went to the mom and just said, like, can you just say something positive or say something so that people will stop looting and don't cause any ruckus or issues within the community? And to me, it was like, why do we have to be peaceful? I get why we need to be peaceful because we don't want to give them um, to feed into their negativity of us already. But it's like, it's like we always have to like suck it up almost, right? Like we can't mourn properly. We're already mourning for our loved one that we've lost. But then now it's even worse when an officer is acquitted from it. And then that's a different kind of mourning. And it's like, you don't have a right to. But people don't realize that we need to do those things, right? Because to me, after I watched it, to me, it was like, I felt like the police, they do these things knowing what they're doing. And then they go back to the station and whether they're laughing, although sometimes I feel like they are, they're laughing, cracking jokes and all that stuff. And then they get charged sometimes or they, and then they get acquitted. And to me, it's like they laugh in their face, our faces and be like, (laughs) they thought they got us. Like, what the hell are they stupid? And then they're back on the job and they're right back doing whatever it is that they're going to do because they got away with it before. Why wouldn't they get away with it now? But then we have to sit here and mourn yearly, daily, hourly, monthly, like all the time for our loved ones, especially the innocent. I'm not saying that regardless whether you're innocent or not, it doesn't matter. But when it's you're innocent, it's so much harder to, 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 to be able to understand and to be able to go through those things, right? So that was one of the things that I felt that why is it that we have to be quiet? But then yet if it was reversed where it was a black officer that shot a kid, the white people would be making such a stink about it. And they may not like do protests, they may do other things, but they're not going to be told to like 
calm down, sit down, just say something. It wouldn't happen, right? But it's like, we have to do that. The other thing that um, really upset me was (laughs) one of the police officers made a comment and basically said, um, well, what do you expect when these things happen to your people? Because look at the music and the videos that you guys put out there. Look at the way that you talk. Look at the way that you dressed. And the thing that kills me is that there are people that are not Black. Maybe there are some Black people too, but there are people out there who actually believes this. So for me, it's like you have all these things to say and negative things to say about us and negative things of what we're doing, but yet you're all enjoying our music. You're enjoying some of the ways that we dress, the way we talk, our slang. You love our culture, but then yet at the same time, you're telling us it's because these are the things that are happening because of what we do, which is what you love. Does that make any sense? You know, after coming out of Black History, we, we Black History Month, you know, we know that there's a lot of things that Black people created and um you know some of them have been taken away by the white people to take it over and say that they created it and you know that's to me it shows that we are not good enough we are not worthy enough to have something to call our own to say that we did this we started this and it continues even now that what we feel is ours they come in and they come and try to take it away from us in some way or the other. It it really it really irks me. The other thing is like I said already is that I understand that police have a dangerous job. I completely understand and I do respect some police officers out there, but I do feel that some of them do abuse the power. They do feel that because they have a gun, any little thing they're going to just shoot to kill and ask or ask or shoot and then ask questions later. It could be the most simple thing they're going to be quick to shoot you as i'm even talking about like talking about these things now i'm even just thinking about even like last year the the father who um was trying to get his kid in his kids in the car i think he was at his girlfriend's house i can't even remember and the police shot him and then he was in the hospital for the longest time but yet the police got off like things like that they even it just really upsets me. I don't even want to get into like a politics thing. I don't want to get into, I don't, I just, I'm just, I, these things just really upset me when I see it. And I think also because I'm fearful for my own child. I have a son and even though he may be an adult, I still fear for him because it doesn't matter how old you are. Police doesn't care about how old you are. Police doesn't care if you're driving a hoopty, a, a, a old car. They don't care. I think about my cousins. I think about my uncles, right? I think about them and I and I just pray for them because I'm like, you know, we got to we have to really pray for our kids. We have to. Men, women, boys, girls, we have to think about it. Little kids are even getting shot. Little kids are our police are beating up on. Like I don't understand what makes these officers, the ones that do these things, feel that they have the right to do it. Like who are you? Kaminosa God never gave you no power. Who are you? Anyways, I'm I'm getting pretty I'm I'm getting um <laughs> I guess amped about it, but as I said, like I just feel that 
as police officers, when they do these things and they get off, they're just laughing in our faces. And it's it's really hard to be able to walk away and say, you know, okay, fine. Like, you know, we already know our just justice system, whether you're in Canada or in the States, it sucks. It really sucks. And we know who this justice system was made for, right? Um, to go on, one of the things that I hated, which was at the end, and once again, you see this even in today when we're watching the news and when a Black person does something negative, they're seen as somebody bad or they had issues or um, they try to dig up like things that may have happened like when they were young, criminal record and this and that. And it's like they always have to paint us in a negative light, whether or not, um, you know, we got arrested or we got shot you know, police ended up shooting us. No matter what it is, they always find a way to make us look negative. But then yet, when it's a white person and they're shooting, they don't really um, brush them off and they don't really um, make them look like a bad person. It's almost like they're um, not recognized, but they're just highlighted, if that's what you want to say. And when I talk about it, I even think about that one kid that had gone in and started shooting people during the protest, just randomly. And that was when the police officers were like, even giving him like water to drink while he was doing it. And then he got arrested. And it's like, he got arrested, but there was no there was nothing to say, like nothing negative necessarily talked about him. And I believe that I even saw recently, when I saw it, I brushed it off because I was like, I don't even care. I don't even want to see this guy. But from what I remember just from skimming is that he was trying to see if he was able to move to another state. Like what? Do you think a black person would have been able to even try to even ask for that? Like really? Come on. And, and, and that's the thing about it. Like I get it. I understand, trust me. But at the same time, I can't understand. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just hard when, you know, we are all trying to be of one accord, right? When we bleed, we all bleed the same. If you needed a liver and or a kidney and I was your match, you're going to take my kidney. You don't, you're not going to business if I'm black or if I'm white. You're going to take it because you want to survive. Do you know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like, why do we have to be so hatred against each other? I don't get it. Why do we have to be hate amongst our own culture, within our culture? Even that's happening. And, and that was sort of portrayed even in the movie, right? Cultures within each other's culture, hating each other for it, calling them names, thinking that they're better than, we're not better than each other. We're all trying to do the same thing which is to progress in life, which is to live life, which is to provide a safe country for our children to grow up in and to, to, to live in and to succeed in. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, as I said, those two movies I would strongly recommend. And, you know, after watching it, I think it's a good movie to have a discussion with other people about it. What are their thoughts? What it, even talking to maybe having your your kids watch it and and having a conversation with them about it, right? Um, it, as I said, it really made me think. It really made me, got me thinking. And as I said, I know we see this all the time still in on TV in the news and stuff like that. 
but this was a really good movie that brought a really good message um and as a, and you know it's not a true story but you can pretty much call it a true story because it's pretty much things that are happening now in society and and, and even especially last year um when the pandemic first started right um so definitely watch it and i would love to hear your thoughts of what you thought about whether it was american skin um or whether it was judas and the black messiah what were your thoughts about those movies how did you feel after you watched those movies right um you can even comment about the other shows that i talked about um if you want to um because i mean i loved all of those shows that i mentioned right so definitely do those and comment and let me know what you think and maybe we can start a discussion on it so thank you so much for listening um this was a definitely different kind of rant <laughs> um but i hope i didn't scare you i just wanted to express my thoughts express my feelings about things um but anyways until next time please take care stay safe and be blessed Join us next week as we talk about girl empowerment with a special guest speaker.